got a story, I've got a story, we've got a story. I'm Brad McEwen, and I'm here to tell that story. This is Beyond the Bank. Welcome back to AB&T's Beyond the Bank. Today, I'm chatting with Albany native Clifton Bush, the Chief Operating Officer of Albany Area Primary Healthcare. Good morning, my friend, and thanks for coming in to chat with me today and catch up on a little bit. Thanks, Brad. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you know, you and I have hung out together before. We've done a couple of interviews, but it's it's been a minute. Right, right. And uh, it's certainly been pre-COVID. Right. And uh, if your life has been anything like mine over the past year and a half, which I imagine it has been in the field you're in, uh, it's it's been been quite a a year to 18 months. I'd like to start off, if we can, talk to me a little bit about how COVID impacted Albany Area Primary Health. So, um, of course, I still remember in March of 2020 um, when, you know, COVID first hit this community um, pretty, pretty bad. And so one of the things, um, Albany area primary healthcare, um, as soon as things, you know, hit this community, we as an organization got together, um, and created a task force and we called it the COVID task force. And so there was a group of us committee members consisting of, um, of the executive team, um, our chief medical officer, um, our dental director, um, and other individuals to see how can we, you know, what can we do? You know, what things do we need to put in place to, you know, help with this virus that had come into this community. And so one of the things, great things about our organization is that um, throughout COVID, Albany Area Primary Healthcare never closed its doors. We was here for the community, um, providing COVID testing, um, seeing individuals in the community that got sick, that was coming in. Um, We had, of course, um, you know, as fast as possible, get over 80 providers up and running on telemedicine um, because the uh, individuals in the community was, you know, afraid to come into our offices if, you know, if they were just had wellness exams and things of that nature. And so we, you know, or just if it was just an acute sick visit, nothing to do with COVID. And so we wanted to make sure that individuals still had, you know, access to healthcare. And so telemedicine is, you know, one of the great things that we put in place along with even telephone calls. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you touched on that, Clinton, because uh, and I think it's important for our audience to understand, you know, you have COVID itself that's got its own issues. I mean, right. it's an illness. Right. People have to deal with it. But a lot of what you dealt with was how do we continue to operate on the regular stuff that you need? Correct. Correct. And so, yes, we um, continue to operate. Um, one of the other things is, you know, a lot of organizations had to do to um, productivity or, um, you know, the nature of their business. They had, you know, to close and lay off individuals. And that's one thing we we never laid off any employee. Um, you know, the dental, we did have to close dental so that, you know, we only could do emergency visits. And that was due to um, the American Dental Association stating, you know, that, you know, dental services, only emergency can be provided at the times. And so what we did is put those other individuals back into our other clinics to providing temperature checks, asking questions and try to make it and advertising, you know, it is safe to come in. We are doing pre-screening of individuals before they come into the office to make sure they don't, you know, 
are not, you know, infecting others in the waiting room. Absolutely. Makes perfect sense. And, uh, you know, having, I got a couple of friends who are private dentists and right. they were dealing with the same thing. Right. I mean, the industry is what the industry is. Yeah. Now, you know, we started off talking about COVID and, you know, I don't want to take it for granted that people who are listening to this really understand Albany area primary health care, why it exists and what the need mm-hmm. is here. So, you know, without getting t- too deep in the weeds, g- give the give the listeners an overview of what you all do and then why it is so important for a community like Albany. Right. So Albany area primary health care, we are what's called a federally qualified health center or you would always hear community health center. And so one of the great things is that, you know, as a community health center, we're here for the community. So we serve any individual that's here within the community. And one of the other great things is we serve the, you know, underserved and uninsured, um, those individuals that sometimes don't have access to healthcare, um, other places. And so there's a lot of resources and things, benefits, you know, that our organization has for individuals that don't have insurance or may have insurance, but can't afford, you know, um, dental services because the, the, their crown or mm-hmm. a root canal is still too much, you know, with the insurance that they have. And so we are able to offer resources where patients can get, um, you know, that access to care. There's, you know, type of barrier, um, et cetera. Um, one of the other great things about Albany area is that, um, um, as a community health center, we have a variety of specialty services. And so, um, OBGYN, podiatry, of course, dental, optometry, et cetera, and behavioral health, which mm-hmm. is, you know, huge, especially in this COVID, um, with the pandemic. And so those same resources, patients being able to get discounts and, you know, other things, um, to help prevent any type of social determinant, you know, help mm-hmm. with their social determinants, um, Albany area primary healthcare have a lot of those resources. Absolutely. And, and I do want to, to help paint a picture too, for our listeners, you know, it's e- every, com- lots of communities have community health and, and there's varying need in different places. Help maybe through the, um, the, the sheer number of services that you offer locations that you have, but give, give the listeners an idea of what's going on in Albany and how super important what you do is because there are so many people in that situation that don't have the the full access that they need to stay healthy. Right, right. So we have 27 clinical sites here across Southwest Georgia in nine counties. So we have 27 sites in nine counties. And we, um, again, over about 80 providers within our organization, and we provide services um, of optometry, dental, podiatry. We have clinics inside schools. And so um, the clinics inside of the schools, we offer primary care services, dental, optometry, and behavioral health services. And so um, we also have mobile units, which um, it has been um, something great that has come to this community and uh, Albany area primary health care being able to take the services to the community instead of the community having to come to us. And so um, we currently serve um, a, a little over about 44,000 unduplicated patients within our organization. And so that just goes to show to tell you how many individuals um, need us here as a um, for, you know, to be here for the community as a community health center within our I like to touch on our school based health centers. Mm-hmm. I can tell you those centers um 
just talk about Turner Elementary, which was one of our first school-based health center sites, that clinic sees anywhere between 250 to over 300 patients a month, wow. patient encounters. And so the, the school only has about 500, a little 500 students. And so that just goes to show you, um, I always like to use the example, if we were not in that school, half of those visits are probably sick visits. And so if we were not there, those kids would have went home. And so our main purpose is to try to keep the kids in school, keep them learning um, in good health. Um, so we do um, wellness exams on the children, et cetera. Um, and the same thing with dental services that we found kids in the school system that have never had a toothbrush that are in middle school are sharing toothbrushes with their sibling. And so um, us, you know, being there providing that education to the to the students, why it's important to brush your teeth twice a day, et cetera, um, is just a huge help to to the community. And hopefully, you know, as these students grow and grow and, you know, eventually have kids on their own, they are able to educate um, and kind of stop those, um, you know, not so good trends that, you know, they were having. Absolutely. Well, and, and as you were explaining that, you know, you, you, you repeatedly mentioned how it's good for the community to provide health to these individuals. And you're speaking in the community as a whole, those who don't need your services as well. So talk to me about why a healthy community is a healthy Albany area is so important to the greater Albany community. Right. So it's very important to, you know, try to have a um, healthy community. Um, you want to make sure that individuals stay well is in, is important for the the, the community, the economy, um, important for, you know, different businesses to keep their employees well um, and to keep healthcare costs down. Um, you know, that that again, helps the economy. So um, that's one of the things um, as a federally qualified health center that we track a lot of quality metrics. And so we want to know, you know, not just that we're seeing individuals in the community, but are we keeping their blood pressures under control? Are we keeping their diabetes under control? Um, are we, you know, helping with their obesity? And so there's a lot of things that we track within our organization and that we report to the federal government um, showing, um, you know, are we meeting our mark um, for our quality metrics that we track? And so we track those all across the board and, you know, discuss them on a monthly basis and try to figure out, you know, if we're not meeting the mark on kids six to nine getting their sealants on their teeth, you know, what do we need to do to get there? Um, what is going on? What, what other resources? What can we do? Um, you know, within the community. And, you know, that's one of the perks of how we came up with, you know, with the school, but putting dental in the schools yeah. is, hey, they're not coming to us. So if, you know, let's go to them. Makes perfect sense. Um, so again, um, important keeping a healthy community is, you know, um, you know, helping the economy, helping business, helping people stay well. And then as you grow, those individuals can help their kids, you know, know the importance of being healthy. And then they're available and healthy to contribute to the community, growing it. Correct. Making it more rich. And, and, and Clifton, one of the reasons I wanted to touch on that community impact is, you know, ties back to your story. You mm -hmm. know, I've been fortunate that you and I have had a chance to talk before. And I, it, I don't think it can be lost on the listeners that 
you know, when you made a decision to devote your time and energy to Albany area primary health care, and what's it been now, 15 plus years? 16. 16 actually, years 16, you've been with 16 him. years. You know, folks don't stay in a place that long right. if they're not connected to the mission. But what always excited me about you and one of the things I love about your story is you are a, a, from this Albany community. Uh-huh. So you, you've seen it from... Before you were with Albany Area Primary Healthcare, and you've seen it since then. So, give us give listeners an idea about your background and and sort of how you came to Albany Area Health. Right. So, of course, as Brad said, I was born and raised here, um, and um, I graduated from Westover High School, and then I went to oh, Albany that's... State University. Yep, the Rams. <laughs> Me too. And I graduated from Albany State University in December of um, two thousand and four. And after graduation, I started working at um, Enterprise and I, you know, I graduated with a bachelor's of science in business management and actually a dual degree bachelor's of science in healthcare administration. And I always wanted to work in healthcare. That was um, always my dream. And again, so I started working at Enterprise, you know, worked there for five months and Enterprise Corona taught me a lot um, in their management trainee program. And so there was a position that came open. Um, someone I went to college with um, informed me they were leaving and that was a position. And I applied at Albany Area Primary Healthcare and started out as an indigent drug facilitator. So we have an indigent drug program where individuals can get medications as long as it's on that formulary for basically $25 a year. So they can get, you know, any medication on the formula if they qualify. And so I did that for a couple of months and then became an operations manager trainee. And I did that for about eight months and became an operations manager of our pediatric facility. And during my reign at the pediatric facility, um, eventually I was asked to help out, you know, with some other things, opening a clinic in Vienna, Georgia, or OBGYN clinic. And then after about five years, I became the specialty services director. I did that for almost two years. And then I became, you know, Currently, I'm the chief operating officer, and I've been in this position since 2013. And so I've kind of grown again over my 16 years with Albany area. Um, love it. Um, the, the quick story I always tell is, you know, I have a passion for um, community health and for the things that our organization um, does for the, you know, for the community. And, you know, that's what really motivates me. One of the things is if it wasn't for organ- an organization like ours or our Baker County primary healthcare clinic, like my grandparents would not have had, you know, probably access to some services, um, you know, but, you know, having that clinic there, um, gave them and a lot of my other family access to, you know, services um, that they may not have gotten anywhere else. And so that is one of the things that motivates me to um, keep going and have the, you know, the passion that I have for this organ, you know, organization and for all community health centers across the board and just the things that we do in the school with the kids, um, you know, providing those services and seeing the, the, you know, the access that the kids don't have, do whether it's transportation, um, et cetera, and being able to offer those services to the community as a whole. Just going home at the end of the day, know that we, the things that we've done for the community are a patient that I've um, got information about that was so excited about how we was able to help them. Um, um, I'll give you one other quick story. Um, there was, um, a child uh, with our optometry services that 
um, the optician went to deliver her glasses to her and the child started crying. And we was like, you know, the optician, why are you crying? Do you not like the glasses? What is it? And the the reason she was crying, crying is she didn't know that there were lines on the blocks on the walls all along until she got her glasses and she could see. And so those type stories, those are the things that, you know, um, gives me the you know personal satisfaction when I get home. Like this is what something that we have done to help someone within this community. And it just makes me proud. That's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. And and I like that it's one of those little sort of human moments that, right. that doesn't always stand out, but when it does, it's beautiful. Right. Exactly. Now, I also know you guys have had some, you know, larger, just sort of organizational successes recently. Talk to me a little bit about some of the things that have gotten your juices flowing um, from a you know, Albany area growth standpoint. Right. So um, we got some great things that we have a pharmacy. Our pharmacy has been up and running. I don't think we had that last Mm -hmm. time we talked. So we have our own pharmacy and uh, which opened in October of 2018. And so our pharmacy, um, our patients have access to it. And we also provide delivery services um, for our pharmacy. And so uh, one of the great things about our pharmacy is, you know, our pharmacists um, really take the time out to sit down if our patients need um, education or have questions about their medications, even if they call, taking out the time to talk to them. And so um, having our own pharmacy has been very beneficial um, for the patients and the organization and the providers having access to those pharmacies rather than, oh, yeah. you know, trying to call into like CVS or Walmart all the time, which, you know, which are great pharmacies. But, you know, sometimes you can't always oh, just volume. get the pharma, right, the volume. And so our providers have an access, which, again, helps with quality of care because the providers can right then talk to the pharmacy, see what's going on. You know, is there any drug to drug interactions or pharmacists can give their, um, you know, their take on the the medications that the providers are prescribing. And so that has been awesome. Um, Mobile units um, is something new. So we just got some great two mobile units um, in the month of July, and they are on the road um, in the community. We currently are working with the Albany Housing Authority, um, setting up um, at their, some of their housing authority units, providing medical screenings, you know, dental. We've done dental services at one of the housing units. Um, We're also utilizing the mobile units for optometry services. And so our optometrists, the, the school system, Terry County school system was actually transporting kids by bus here to the optometry clinic inside of Alice Coachman. Now our optometrist is traveling up there with the mobile unit. So the kids do not have to travel. So again, we're taking the services, trying to keep the kids in school as much as possible. Same thing here in Doherty County school system, instead of, you know, all the kids, if their school does not have a school-based health center, have access to a school-based health center by the school system, providing transportation by bus to go to those sites. Now with our mobile units, we're taking the mobile units and going and parking at the schools that do not have a school-based health center. And so again, trying to keep the kids in school, making sure everyone has access if they need it. Um, So the mobile units have been awesome. Um, COVID vaccines, we've been doing that on the mobile units um, at Procter & Gamble, different um, industries or organizations throughout the city of Albany partnering with Phoebe Putney Memorial Hospital, Phoebe Health Systems, doing, you know, COVID vaccines, et cetera. And so... um, 
you know, COVID, we, we're ready to put our mobile units, um, continue to ready to put them on the road. So if anyone wants um, our mobile units at any of your events, please let us know. Um, I would say uh, moving forward, we have some future things coming up. Um, Dawson Medical Center, um, we have a clinic in, there. And so we um, just received a capital grant that uh, actually has been approved. And we will be um, moving our Dawson Medical Center to a large, larger facility that we're going to um, construct. So we'll be building a clinic off of Highway 82 um, in Dawson, Georgia. And so um, instead of just having, currently we just have primary care services, um, limited behavioral health services and limited podiatry services. When we move to our new facility, we will have primary care, dental, podiatry, optometry services um, all in one facility. And so we're very excited about that. Again, you know, bringing more services to that community um, so individuals can have access and do not have to travel all the way to Albany just to get those services. Another great thing is that we actually just um, um, obtained the the um, old Fred's pharmacy in Leesburg, Georgia. Oh, really? And so we'll be eventually moving um our Lee Medical Arts facility to the this um, facility, which ha- will give us more space to add more um, ancillary services along with the primary care services that we already have to that community as well. So really it's about, you know, just filling in the gaps geographically and making sure that you can provide a more a more robust amount of services to those folks. That is correct. And what a lot what we've seen is that with this integration of services is what I call it. And what I mean by that is you, you have your primary care services, but you also have your podiatry, your dental, your optometry. A lot of individuals like the one stop shop. So Absolutely. you can get all these services in the same day, actually. So you can make your optometry appointment, your dental appointment, your primary care all in the same day and, you know, get those um, those services, which individuals like. So you only have to take off work for one full day and get all your services done. Well, and when you start factoring in, you know, some of the population that you serve, you know, they don't have, I mean, to get a ride. Correct. Correct. You right. know, they couldn't get four of them. Right. Right. Get the right. And so we provide bus tokens to individuals, you know, to use the city transportation. And so, you know, this certainly, you know, will help them instead of us having to give them, you know, 10 tickets because to get all these appointments. I mean, we could probably give you, you know, two or four tickets to be able to come and get you know, all those services in the same day. And, um, you know, it helps them, you know, I'm sure with individuals that have children, you have to get children situated. And so, um, again, our goal as a federally qualified health center is and for for Albany areas to eliminate any barrier, try to eliminate any barrier that individuals have for access. Fantastic. Now, one barrier that that has always sort of stuck out for me, and I, and I know from other conversations I've had with medical professionals, and I think you and I might have even touched on it before, is, you know, you offer services, yes, and you have doctors and, and PAs and, and the whole gamut, nurses doing their jobs and, and helping people get well. But there's a really big educational piece to what you guys do too. Cause a lot of the population you're dealing with has had 
has had limited access, have some skepticism. Talk to me a little bit about how important it is for Albany area to show some segments of our population why their health is so important. Right. So we do a lot of um, education, a lot of education. Um, We actually, our providers, um, actually, we have a lot of providers that love um, to do education. One that I can think of is um, Dr. Francis Ferguson, who used to work for the NIH, the National Institute of Health. And so recently she went to Procter & Gamble and educated them on the COVID vaccines and, you know, about the COVID vaccine, why is it important? Educate them on COVID-19. And so um, our providers are always trying to do um, various type of education, you know, within the community. Um, our OBGYN practice, our childbirthing classes, they are free of charge to our patients. Um, and so our patients can come, when they come to the childbirthing classes, we have a dentist or a dental hygienist that come into um, the childbirthing classes and provides education. We also have a pediatrician that comes in and talk, you know, talk about um, childcare once your newborn is born. Uh, we also have centering, centering, a centering program. And so centering in our OBGYN um, department is basically their um, patients, when they come in, they can get um, a lot more education than um, you may get at your office visit. And so the, the our midwives are sitting down with them and doing a lot of gr- uh, group education with the women that are in the centering group at the time. And so uh, uh, oral health, you know, is a part of that nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, so Again, there's a lot of um, diabetic education is, you know, that's a huge thing. And um, and we actually going towards to behavioral health. You know, we do a lot of group therapy, um, you know, with individuals um, that may have have the same depression or anxiety, et cetera. And and having that group, which providing education to the, you know, that those groups that we have. And so. That is one of the things um, providing education to our patients, which is one of our our also top priorities in our organization. Um, So we have a diabetes and oral health um, integration project that we participate in. And so it's the primary care providers working with the oral health providers in the same building to educate the primary care providers educating the patients on oral health and why it's important for you to go see a oral health provider, et cetera. And so, again, education is a huge part of our organization, and we're doing that out in the community with the different health fairs, our organization-wide health fair, other events that we're having. Um, all that is part of education and explaining why it's important for you to have health care. Absolutely. That's just that's awesome to hear. I just, you know, I think there's so many people who don't understand, you know, and there's so much misinformation about uh, lots of things. Correct. Just, correct. You know, COVID-19 and vaccines and all that kind of stuff. Now, you know, we've talked about a lot of the good stuff, but I do want to touch on, you know, what are some of the challenges that you are experiencing or you face on a daily basis that, you know, need to be addressed? Um, maybe there's areas that the community at large can help with. Talk to me a little bit about that kind of stuff. So I would say, um, again, you just kind of touched on this is just getting people to understand the importance of um being healthy and not waiting until you're are just sick to come in to be seen. And so um, as an organization, that's why we do a lot of these community events um, to make sure that individuals understand the importance of being, 
you know, health and being healthy. Um, I would say also another um, challenge with COVID-19 is, um, and it's around the world, is trying to educate individuals on, um, and it's, of course, everyone's choice, but the importance of vaccinations and the importance of getting vaccinated. So I would also say that's um, a challenge, um, trying to get individuals to understand you know, why is it important to get vaccinated in order to help conquer this um, virus um, that's here within our community and around the world. Um, so I would say, you know, those are like currently some of the top challenges and um, just getting the word out there about the different resources that um, this community had, you know, our Albany Area Primary Healthcare has, or even Phoebe Putney Health Systems that individuals may not be aware of. Um, we always hear, I didn't know that this clinic of Albany Area exists. I didn't know that this clinic of maybe Phoebe exists. And so, um, you know, how can we continue to get the word out there um, that, you know, there's all these resources and um, making sure that they are being utilized because, you know, um, we want them to be used and want them, you know, um, individuals to know. And so um, we're thinking outside the box and, you know, we've done some great things to um, help with this. You know, this podcast helped with this so individuals can know um, about various resources that our organization has. So I would say some of those are some of the um you know, top challenges. And then I would say an organization is the staffing shortages. Um, and that's everywhere. Nursing staff is, there's a shortage. And then, you know, that's probably you hear every healthcare organization say that. And so trying to um, think of ways to make sure that we have the staffing to keep thing, you know, you know, keep taking care of people and keep things going. And so we're thinking outside the box of how to do that and um, within our organization. What, if anything, uh, can, you know, other members of the community, maybe those who already have access to healthcare, care, they've got the primary health care doctor, they don't need necessarily the clinic. But you know, like we talked about, it benefits the entire community. What can the average citizen who doesn't necessarily need Albany areas resources, but, but appreciates what all area does and wants to help, what could they do? So th- what they can explain to others are, um, about what services that, you know, others in the community, even though they may not need it, there may be other others in the community that need our services. Um, um, and so just helping get the word out. Um, for example, I met with um, the owner of Austin's Fire Grill a couple of weeks ago, and his concern was his employees because they don't have, you know, maybe the benefits to go to other providers. And we have a lot of resources that they could utilize. And so I'm working with him to um, soon have our mobile unit go and do some medical screenings with their employees. And so um, so like himself, you know, he's getting the word out to um, individuals that may can use a lot of our resources. And so that's what I would say is help um, others in the community understand what benefits and what resources um, organizations like ours have that, you know, to try to keep this community healthy and, um, you know, keep people, um, you know, accessing healthcare. Absolutely. Now, um, and, and again, I don't want to keep you too long. We've covered a lot of good ground, but 
you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask this question. Um, in fact, I had a colleague ask me to ask you this question. Um, you mentioned it, been very active, very involved with COVID vaccinations, getting to the needles to the people that need to get them in their arms, educating, all that kind of stuff. I know we're still doing that, but there's a lot of the community that now is to the point where, you know, what's the next step? You know, are you guys going to doing boosters? Is there any push for the for the next thing that you're involved in? Right. So, yeah. So we're preparing for the boosters for the Moderna vaccine. Um, we also have Pfizer vaccine. Uh, Phoebe um, Putney Health Systems is really, you know, on with, you know, targeting with the Pfizer vaccine and we're, you know, helping them with that some. Um, but yes, the, the booster vaccines is something uh, for Moderna that we're waiting on for the FDA and the CDC to approve. And once that is approved, our plan is, is to probably hold, host our mass vaccination site that we had before at Fee, the Phoebe East building in East Albany and provide those boosters. Um, one of the other things, of course, we're thinking of, um, about um, that we've been talking about doing is in our electronic health record system is the individuals that got the first and second dose of the Moderna vaccine is once it's approved is sending out a mass campaign to those individuals, letting them know, trying to get the word, educating them that this booster vaccine is available now for Moderna. Please come in and make an, you know, call us and make an, make an appointment to get your booster I like vaccine. That. I like that. You know, uh, that's one of the things we deal with in the bank all the time is, right. is how can we be more proactive and less reactive right, and, right. and, you know, sitting back waiting for people to come need us and, and, taking what they need to them. I just think that's beautiful. Now, um, you know, Clifton, we're, we're pushing up on the amount of time that I want to tie up your day, but I do want to give you the opportunity. Is there anything that, you know, subject or, or topic or, you know, feeling thought that's on your mind, on your heart that, you know, you want to share with me or share with the listeners? I would just say, um, again, there are so many resources here within this community um, as far as healthcare and acts, you know, um, to try to help eliminate any barriers. So um, just please reach out, um, you know, reach out to Albany area, primary healthcare, you can reach out to us. And I mean, we can point you in the right direction. It, you know, if it's something, a service we may not have, it may be something that Phoebe Putney Health Systems has. So just Please reach out. And um, if for anyone that knows about any resources, just continue to inform of others of the various resources. We just hate um, or I just hate to see individuals that may need something and just may not know about it um, and are just, you know, not having that access or maybe suffering, but but it, there's help out there for them. Um, so I would just say, um just spread the word about the great things that are going on with in this community. Well, you know, I have no problem spreading the good word <laughs> about what's going on in our community. And Clifton, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to come in today to talk about this stuff. It's, it's an important topic. I know it's not always an easy topic to talk about. Everybody's got an opinion about some of the stuff we talked about today. Um, but one thing that's always been consistent with not only you, but others that I deal with at Albany area is that passion for just wanting to do the right thing and get people healthy right. and keep them Correct. alive. Correct. So again, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. If there's anything I can do for you, AB&T, you don't hesitate to reach out. Yes, sir. All Thanks. right. And then hopefully we can get together and do this again yes, uh, sir. sometime in the future. Yes, sir. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you, Clifton. Well, with that, that's another episode of AB&T's Beyond the Bank. See you next time.